Hi, I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. And you are listening to Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy and Ask the Pool Girl. Hello, everybody. Hello. We had quite a time with the recording of our last podcast. We recorded it because we felt passionate about the topic. We did get a lot of our thoughts out there. And every time we talk about it now, we have still passion in our voices about it. So I'm really glad that we did that. And I hope that people find some of what we had to say is very helpful to them. I will, just by way of follow-up, tell you that I've chatted with Tyler from Pool Chasers, um, who we still continue to love, and they still continue to love us, and we're talking about how to work together on a podcast that could be up and coming in uh, the next bit. Who knows how long that bit will be, since here in Michigan we're waiting for the weather to change so we can get back out at it. And we're very excited about that. So thanks for listening. And we hope that it did and continues to inspire you in some ways to share your own version of awesome with the world. I think what it did for me, I've I've reflected many times since we had that conversation, the... The importance of social media today and kind of where we came from with that and that we have been involved in the social media world for a very, very long time and from its inception just about and how that's probably more relevant to talk about while we don't because we're pool people talking about pool issues typically, but we talk personal growth, we talk all of those types of things as well. But I think there's a a segment that we could start sharing of more of our philosophy and how that came about. And put yourself 10, 11, 12, 13 years ago before, and it's just a short period of time, but social media barely was a thing. And yet our philosophy has never changed. I think revisiting some of our social media topics is a good idea because we have been doing it for so long. It's become easier and almost automatic when we do it. And I know that we've recently talked to a lot of people who may be at some of the beginning stages of it. And I was reminded when we met with Greg in the Atlantic City pool show because he had reached out to us that here's somebody who is eager to share his vision and how he wants to help change the world by being a pool guy with people and how wonderful an avenue YouTube and Facebook will be and how all it takes sometimes is a nudge just to add that little bit of confidence to move forward with it. And somebody basically, which is the whole reason that we started in social media in the beginning, 
somebody that you can show your your new idea to and have them be supportive and give you constructive advice so you feel a little bit more confident about it and a little bit less vulnerable. And that's exactly how we found ourselves in the social media space long, long time ago and why we continue to be all over everywhere with social media. It really has changed everything about us and our company. And I know that there are a ton of people and resources that you can look to online that talk about social media and all the different parts of it. And you can go kind of deep down the rabbit hole of, you know, the views and the ROI and the analytics on YouTube, or you can dig into different places to like get kind of lost in the minutia of things. So I've really always taken the approach for ourselves and when coaching others about social media to keep the big picture in mind. And when you keep the big picture in mind, when you're using it the way that we have for our business and the way that I would encourage others to use it, there's no reason to get lost in the minutiae when you're using social media to share your certain way and your why with the world, which is the only reason that I think you as an entrepreneur, small business person would want to use it. Because we've done it for so long, I know that I forget what it was like in the beginning. I forget the being afraid, not being a little worried. Of course, back then we had a different set of fears because we really had no idea what it was. But I do remember our early discussions way back when, which, you know, we've never even talked about all of the coaching over the years that we've done and all the social media presentation and work we've done and all of that. But our philosophy always was just to share. And I think that's what was coming up in that last podcast, is that it's important to get the content out. The content is king. And we haven't changed from day one. We've always, always, always just thought that content was king and that it needed to be put out. And, at you know, it's... it's fundamentally changed everything about our business because our business all comes from the result of our social media and it's so normal for us now and I think that's the that's the thing that I forget that I don't realize how many people are still struggling with trying to figure it out and I would like to help some of them because we have an opportunity here to help people find their way even if it appears to be so late stage it's still kind of infancy in its own way and nothing's ever changed about it other than the mechanics of how to do it but the philosophy from the very very beginning is the same well the benefit of social media is you can always jump in wherever you are and it will make a difference because you are you and you do what you do you're in the area that you work in And the more that you can share your simple, authentic messages with the world, the more they'll be able to see you. So it's never going to be too late in social media. It'll only be too late if you don't get started. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think back to even those early days, 
we had no idea the impact that even that stuff that we put out then is still impacting our lives today and our business today versus any other type of advertising and marketing where it's sort of a one and done thing and you have to repeat it. This is something that we've sort of built on and all of all of what we've built on is just making us a better brand today. All that same content is still there and it's all still as relevant as it was then. We're just different people. We're seeing things in a deeper and richer way, but all of that stuff, I could argue that that early stuff that we did in the social media world is probably more relevant because it was simpler. We were thinking in a simpler way. We weren't as developed as human beings as we are, as we've worked so hard to be just better at who we are. Those messages are probably simpler to understand for someone getting started that hasn't gone down the rabbit hole, or as I heard yesterday, down the rabbit track, which was really interesting because I've never heard that, but mm-hmm. a woman made a comment about going down a rabbit track. Uh, and so in a lot of respects, that early stuff was probably so, as valuable as what we put out today. So let's think in terms of sharing some simple fundamentals of getting started if you as a side note if you want to dig deeper into like a lot of our trainings that we've put together you know we have taught social media to a wide variety of industries not just pool specific although as we taught it we were always able to reference the pool business because of course as Al would say, he's been in it his entire adult life. So that's where a lot of his examples have come from about what we've done. And then we've also been able to talk about people that we know and and different things um, as it relates to other businesses. There are a lot of trainings that we've done that are available online on our YouTube channel. There's also something that we refer to as organic marketing where we do have a book, it's available on Amazon, and we have video courses that we've put together. Originally, they were for an online um, like skill development platform, and then I did put those on YouTube as well because they're valuable. So if somebody finds themselves at the beginning, if you are at the beginning, I would encourage you to um, go on our website and search for organic marketing because you will find the entire list of kind of everything that you need to go through to get started. And let's talk about some of those fundamentals that we put together, L. If somebody like Greg, who is just starting out, is getting started. So my number one bit of advice is even if you don't have a plan yet, you can begin to start sharing your message and when I say share on social media, I would be referring to YouTube and Facebook as the very first two places to start, and then Instagram as a likely third. I just think, you know, a lot of times when people are getting started, they say there are so many places that I should be doing this. I'm overwhelmed. I would say keep it simple. I really enjoy personally using Facebook, so of course I would recommend starting there. YouTube is super for putting your messages out and getting the visibility from keyword search terms. And then Instagram is a very image-friendly place to share. 
So that would be like my third choice. And I don't know if Al's would be the same, but those would be my fundamentals to think about first. Well, I would certainly say Facebook number one, because the learning curve is almost zero and it's instant shareability. It allows you to put a picture or put some piece of content there that's instantly available for people to find. Of course, the first people are going to find it are those that are friends and family that are close to you or connected to you, but that gives them something to share about you. While YouTube ultimately is a platform that will solidify the the depth of, of your company and your knowledge and your information, there's more to that. Keywords and, you know, titles and things to make it more catchy and... Uh, you know, so there's a little bit more to that. I would agree with those first two, though, in terms of I would just flip them, or and not that you would you would flip in one way or the other, but I would say Facebook first. Uh, I'm not as much of an Instagram user. While I find it okay, I don't personally find it that worthwhile. I, it's not like I can't wait to go to Instagram. I think there's some other places though, especially if you're you have some good pictures and you have some good content to already share. Pinterest. You certainly can't rule out some of those. Those are, they're less social media, but they're kind of social media platforms because it, it allows people to share that in house. Look at all the response that we've had over the years from house. I will jump in there on the house, H-O-U-Z-Z conversation because having your own website is important if you don't have one or if your website is challenging for you you're not quite sure how to update it or showcase your photos and projects or things that you've worked on house is where you should go because they are a very user-friendly place that you can list your basic business information as well as photo galleries of your projects and it puts them together in a super way where you can click to have a link to your public profile. And that could be the website that you use to send people to to see about your work because you can put an introduction about your yourself and your company and then you can have your projects on there. A note about websites is I've been to a lot of pool company websites and one of the things I always look for, because I'm always curious, is who are the people in this company? And there are more websites for pool businesses out there, whether it is service or construction, that don't have a single photo of anybody in their company on them. That I think is a huge mistake. I want to see the work that you're capable of. I also want to see who I'm dealing with, with this company. So if there is a number one piece of advice that I would have when it comes to your website, it is get your company owners, your installers, your workers, get your photos on your freaking websites, people, (laughs) because that's that's the, the reason people use all these social platforms. That's 
why we go to Facebook. That's why we check things out. We want to see who the people are that we're dealing with and we want to learn from each other. So get your photos on your websites and in your photo galleries, please. I implore you. I think that we, as the consumer base of the internet, don't really understand, as a general whole, we don't understand the importance of claiming your real estate. Because it's kind of in the minds of everyone and it's somewhere out there in the sky and the internet no one can or, or very few can really fully understand where it exists they just know that it works most people don't understand the importance of claiming your piece of land your piece of real estate online and that's where house starts creating that depth of your you know having a website is one thing but then you're you're creating this depth of your ownership of a piece of the internet by putting things on house that 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 platform is a really powerful tool. I know that we've gotten over the years great results Absolutely. on house as well as Pinterest because our business today is very photo delicious. Everything we do is very much photo centric and video centric and what we're showcasing and sharing is very unique. And those tools have helped us tremendously, as has Facebook, just by virtue of virtue of sharing. Uh, but I think that our long term, the strength of where we've gone on the Internet is because of YouTube. But that was a very conscious decision. And I remember you saying to me, if you do exactly what I tell you to for a year, we'll own the space and what you did was you put a camera in front of my face instead of talk about pools every single day for a year. And you were absolutely 100% correct. And that was our way up the mountain. That was our way to create this greater dialogue that's evolved into what it has today. And there's a lot of different ways up that mountain to do it. I know that was, for us, YouTube was the, the real catalyst. I think we have great presence everywhere and we we virtually can be found everywhere it's just i think each of us needs to think about what it is we're trying to accomplish with it and what we're trying to get out of it and and again you don't have to think about that on the front side front side is just start making some content just start making some videos just start posting some stuff start showing what you're doing and you'll be amazed and surprised how quickly people will find you and start paying attention most of them don't respond, is which is what we found out. We is have we learned, get, yeah, about that commenting feedback. Mm -hmm. If from the very beginning we never ever ever really worried about our ROI or how do we track the return on our investment of time, and well, we never begged people to, I me more than should, you. Where I'll, but, I'm going to share a little secret with you. As Al is saying, we didn't worry about ROI. He's saying that because. I always said, don't worry about that. Even though sometimes, sometimes I think you have worried about that more than I have. I have certainly from the social proof standpoint. Like there's some value in understanding and knowing that people are seeing it. And that's the ROI is that is this worth doing? Are people actually seeing it? Not, I've never worried about is this translating into money? It was to me. It was always about: 
are we getting eyeballs? Are we getting traffic? Although that does become a question because mm-hmm. if you're doing all this and your life or your business doesn't put new things in front of you that you think it could or should, then you may start questioning, is spending this time worth it? And I would also caution people, if you think you need to jump into social media, it doesn't mean that you need to go hire new people and have somebody else do it for you. Every grown adult or teenager is more than qualified to do this for themselves. If you have a cell phone, and I'm sure you do, you have what it takes to make this happen. You may put all kinds of excuses in your head and you may think that you have to hire somebody else to do it for you. I'm going to tell you that's just BS and you don't have to. You have within you the power to record yourself talking about something on your cell phone. And I don't even care if you record it beautifully or if you record it and it it's like awkward and you're not quite sure what you're doing. I don't care about that. I think that you need to just start doing that because you'll get better with practice as we all do with everything and you start posting it online. And if it's not perfect, that's okay because it'll make you endearing and we'll get to know who you are and we'll see that you're earnest about sharing your message and we'll see that you know that you need to be doing this. So you don't have to go out and hire a publicity firm. You don't have to hire a full-time person to do this. You just need to start doing it. Yeah, there's there's a whole element to being authentically yourself. And I remember a, there was a period of years there where maybe it was the time that we lived in. Maybe it was the evolutionary part of the internet where how many times did I go to people's homes and they would say comments like, wow, you look exactly like you do online. Wow. You, you know, they, they verbalize that. I don't hear that so much anymore, but there was a period of time where people were always saying things like that to me because that the internet, the social world was giving them context and we've always been authentic. We've never or rarely done a retake. I mean, clearly sometimes you got to start over on on a certain thing, but we only do a retake if we completely fail and we have like zero audio. <laughs> That's right. the if only time. If something goes wrong. Catastrophic. Or someone interrupts us because we still run a business and we're when we record, we're in our office space which is still a full-time functioning business. Which, in our case, defense or or not, we also have dogs that, that you hear roam barking our company that, that will bark on occasion, and that's kind of that's authentically us. We do have nine golden retrievers involved in the company at any given day. There might be three, four, five, or six of them here or in the field, and there will be some husky goldens coming up, coming into the mix, mm-hmm. and then. If I have anything to say about it, we'll have some more goldens mm-hmm. in the near future. So so having those distractions and those sounds, and again, we're running a business as well, uh, we never got hung up on that. It was less of a thing, nor did we get hung up. And this is something where I, I know that I, 
more than you would have gotten hung up on it, but I, but not nearly as much as some, is how many views is something getting? How much, you know, how much commenting is happening? Uh, how many clicks or minutes being viewed, or all of those things, and that's just a social proof thing. Well, and. So let me jump in here because I know that we've had that discussion and I know that overall, like you're, you're chill with the philosophy that we have, but occasionally you have asked like, Mm -hmm. what is this really doing for us? I will just say from a, an inner pride standpoint, I love the story of the video that had 77 views and resulted in us selling a well over hundred thousand dollar pool project. And then being able to do a video at that pool, I don't even know how many views that new one would have gotten, which also resulted in selling a new pool. Like the story to me, it could be, oh yeah, we have a video and it has a million views. Or it could be, we have a video and it has 77 views and it has provided work and revenue and amazingness for our company, like Mm -hmm. a thousandfold because of what we've been able to do rather than us being able to say yeah we have a video with a million views like okay well, like i have inner pride for the, the let's the let's dissect that even that. a little bit deeper so the video you're talking about is me doing a backflip off of a waterfall now that video in its original when it sold those additional pool projects wasn't titled backflip off of a waterfall it wasn't this was a six minute or seven minute video that in the middle at like four minutes and something is me doing a backflip off of a waterfall in my clothes with my work boots on i did a backflip off this waterfall into the pool and that wasn't the purpose (laughs) broke the waterfall on the way in but no that was the next one oh yeah the first one it did not which resulted in a second sale but (laughs) that that wasn't by design that wasn't like ooh, let's do this stage this and we didn't know that it would do that had no idea and it was just another one of the videos we put out and four and a half minutes in that's the thing that someone said I want that. Yeah. Who could have predicted? And you're right, 77 views. That video today probably has 100 views on it. Uh, maybe. Who knows? 110. Maybe more. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but that didn't matter. Yeah. I think for me, and I struggled more certainly than you with minutes of views watched, uh, you know, wanting more. And I guess there's that, that sense of if we're doing this, I want more. But ultimately, that never mattered. It wasn't about how many minutes of, of viewing or how many clicks on it or or even how many people subscribe because that's a whole other part of our philosophy that hasn't changed from the beginning is we never begged viewership. Now, we could have built a much, much, much larger following probably if we had begged followership, but that wasn't what it was for for us. It wasn't... It wasn't to get people to follow us. It was just to share information so that the people that needed it would find it. Right. And that's worked for us. And we've still built a, a fiercely loyal following and a fiercely loyal of group of people that we have no idea who they are because they've never commented on anything. On a thing. But, but all the time, every show we go to, every industry, anything, how many people come up to us? Yeah. 
we all love your stuff. We all watch your stuff. We're all, yeah, I mean, we hear that. We were checking in at everywhere. the Atlantic City Pool Show, and there were a couple of guys getting their badges next to us. And the one I overhear said something about, he is here. And I kind of look at him, and he looks at me, and he's like, yeah, on the way over here, we were wondering if the Ask the Pool guy was going to be here, because, you know, he's kind of famous. <laughs> so, of course, I, like, yell over to Al, hey, dude, you're famous. <laughs> like, it's so right. funny. And they they still didn't, like, go up and say hello to Al, although, they sh- they like... They shook my hands as they walked oh, did by. They? Yeah, so I, I kind of enjoyed the interaction, but... Yeah. There's so much more that we don't hear about behind the scenes of people that are paying attention than we do ever hear about. It, it's probably better for me, though, because the last thing I need is some big head like I Your think ego I'm something could, great. Yeah. It could get I'm out I'm just the guy that does my thing, yeah. and I love what I do, and I'm passionate about it, and that's well, enough. Okay. So it's better not so, to have all that. I mean, like, the, the Mark apple doesn't fall far from your tree. As we all know, Mark is our lead service guy, and... He is, he has taken to doing this video thing that we, you know, so like first I, I made Al do it and then we started making Mark do it. And now Mark volunteers to do it. And Mark's also going through all of our YouTube videos anyway, to the point where I was at the pool show and our supplier walked past and he's like, yeah, so we have our, you know, distributor event coming up and we're of course planning on attending and he said, you know, we didn't end up needing to ask, but we were kind of trying to come up with our last class and we wanted something for service people. And we thought, like, who could we ask to teach this class? And then the only person I thought of was Mark. <laughs> so whether Mark knows it or not, he's also developing he's that persona, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But I know that's not why Mark, you know, started it in the first place. So as Al and I are talking about this, too, another important thing to mention is just because we put out videos in the beginning and they are different than what we put out now doesn't mean that we delete them or we make them go away. Our first videos will always still be there online helping and providing our information or content or philosophy in the way that we put them out at the beginning, even as we're adding more to it. And not that we have a retirement plan, however... Like secretly in my mind, I have this like retirement plan that the videos that we put online at the beginning, as long as there are platforms available online to put them on, which I am sure there will be, those will always be available. And today, Al and I were talking about Lassie, the TV show in black and white with the Lassie dog. And he was telling me about the story of the Lassie dog. And he knows who Lassie is, and I know who Lassie is, because I did indeed watch it on TV. People probably don't watch Lassie on TV anymore, but they watch it online. So things that you put online now could be available until well beyond your lifetime. So secret retirement plan for me is keep cranking out the content and keep putting it on there and keep sharing, because it's important now. And I do believe as society continues to shift more people went to the library last year than went to the movies if that tells you anything more people are going to continue consuming content that real people put together than any other platforms into the future or any other method so if you invest in yourself doing it now starting now starting yesterday starting a year ago whatever it is it is going to help you 
for the rest of your entire lifetime and into your children's lifetime. It just will because that's the world today. I think purely from a business standpoint, by actively getting involved in whether it's podcasting specifically or whether it's YouTube videos or whether it's Facebook live messages or whether it's Twitter live, which is Periscope or Twitter live, they're kind of the same thing, kind of not. Or, you know, any of these platforms where you're talking, what it does more than anything else, even if no one ever really heard your stuff, which they will, we found out, as much as I wouldn't have imagined people would hear us, they do. But even if they didn't, and you decided to do it, which I think everybody really should make the decision to do, there's something that happens internally. More important than all the external social proof of what you're doing, what happens internally is you practice at honing your message. You practice at honing who and what you are and why you live and exist in this world and why you're relevant and why it's important that someone hires you and why you versus someone else, especially, especially if you're choosing to live in the competitive world where there's an awful lot of pool companies and we know hundreds of companies just with all of our interaction, there's people that choose to live in that middle ground of pool construction, not the high end, not the low end, but sort of that middle where there's very little to distinguish one company from another. Very little. Other than price. Other than maybe timing or you could argue you're better at this or better at that or you're better subcontractors or whatever your argument is. If you learn to hone your craft and you learn to hone your message, that's a distinguishing factor that doesn't cost you any money to do, but it gives you a huge hand up just by this practice I know and we've talked we've had lengthy conversations that the more that I've had to say something in a video the better I've got at saying that and the the better I've gotten at storytelling to be able to get the, get a customer to dream about something that they never thought possible and take their mind beyond the normal And, of course, our business requires that because we're not building the normal. But what that same craft would do for you if you're in that middle segment is it would distinguish you very differently from your competitor. And now it's not price. Now it's not anything else other than you communicating better, you being a better, uh, having a better ability to communicate a story and tell people things. So there's a lot of intrinsic value beyond the value of turning it into money. It's turning it into a money different way, but it this this has certainly helped me become better at what what I do. So back to those fundamentals. Get started. Post it. Don't worry about the number of views, listeners, watchers. Refine later. Just start. Think of how how goofy 
our very first videos, my very first videos. Now, it's one thing if you're putting a camera in front of my face. So, bottom line, just start. Or, if you've already started, keep producing. Don't worry about it being perfect. Don't worry about it being perfectly categorized. Just get the volume of content going. So from my experience, if you don't like yourself on video, you don't like your voice, which arguably most people don't, my advice would be don't let that stop you. Because even after all of these years of talking about this, I'm still not the most comfortable hearing my own voice. I'm still not the most comfortable seeing myself on video. But had I let that stop me on the front side out of fear, we would not be anywhere close to where we are today with our business. There's, without a doubt. By doing it, not doing it well at first, arguably not even doing it well now sometimes. Or doing it perfectly or because doing it's it, who you are. Because, right, but well from a social perspective, an outside perspective. But by doing it, it's changed everything about who we are. And the advice would be just create content. Refine later, get better at it later. I'm I can't wait to see the future as things do become more refined. And that we talked about that in that last podcast about where the pool chasers are taking it up a notch, increasing the professionalism of the production. I think that's important. And I think that's what we'll see as time goes on, but you can't not not start doing it. And that's where so many people, how many people over these years have we talked to who they're just not quite ready because they're not good enough. It doesn't sound good enough. They're afraid of what their friends, family, neighbors would say. They got to hire someone. So they got to spend money to get somebody to come and do it. No, absolutely no. not. Yeah. Did we? We just did it. We did. Whether, whether the tools were there to do it or not, or whether we had the skills to do it or not, that never stopped us. We never once said we can't do this because we have to hire someone to do it. We just continued to do it. Yeah. And I think that's... That's really important is just do it. Get over your voice. Get over your whatever hangups that you have around all of it. The value long time is long term is so much more worth it that it's silly to even think that we got cut up, get cut that caught up early on. And most people don't start because of that fear. And that just amazes me today. Well, the other piece of advice that I would have if you're getting started is when you have an idea, act on it because you could be driving, you could be doing random things and you could be having this great idea about putting out a video or recording something or doing something. And then you could try to plan and orchestrate it. And by then your decisive passion for it could be diminished. So when you think of it, do it. When you think of it, do it. Even if you you know, record it, record it, record it, and then post it all on Sunday afternoon. Make that happen. Don't have good ideas and wait to plan and orchestrate. You got to capture it in the moment. 
not only is that where the magic happens in the moment, it's where you're likely to do something about it. And refine it later. What I've always talked about with my children, with relationships, and this applies here, is I would hear these parents talk about having quality time with their children. And I was never a firm believer of quality time with my children. I was always a believer of quantity time with my children. Because if you put the quantity time in, the quality moments happen. You can't make them happen. It's the same thing here. Put in the quantity work and out of the quantity work, the quantity of videos, podcasts, pictures, whatever you're producing, out of the quantity of those things comes the quality. And that's what ultimately matters. That's what's going to get the attention. I think on that quality moment, it is a good place for us to wrap this up and issue a challenge to all of our listeners. If you are out there, listeners, and we know you are, because we've talked to a lot of you, as soon as you're done listening to this, grab your phone, cell phone, and go record a thought, grab some photos, do a video, sh- get your thoughts, and then share them, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube. I don't care. Just Or Twitter or Pinterest or... Uh, yeah, just uh, take this moment. Instagram as or soon as wherever. You're done, or like, TikTok. Just I mean, if that's what it have is. Have an idea. And even if your idea is to do a response to us or say, I was just listening to this podcast and they threw down this challenge. Here I am. Go ahead and do, do it. it. We look forward to seeing what it is. And when you've done it and you post it, shoot us a link, email us, team at askthepoolguy.com, so we can check it out and reshare it. That's for sure. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. I look forward to seeing what you come up with, and we will chat with you again soon.